happy Monday and happy MLK Day. Let's see how many people we can get in before I begin. So we'll give you a couple seconds to join. And I'm trying to see if I can see who's joined. Good evening. I see Sister Kelly, Mother Martha. She always rounds up her troops, family. My sister Crystal, Sister Wiley. Good evening to you all. What I'm going to do, I'm going to try to see your live feed. Something different. But I feel to be here. Let's try that. Nope. Oh, yeah. Well, I can do that. No. Do that. All right. Well, hopefully I can see the live feed still. I'm trying to work on some new stuff for us. And, and I got some new technology coming that we're working on. So, uh, <laughs> Bear with us as we try to transition and get better. But uh, hopefully hopefully you all have had a good day of reflection. It's Dr. King Day. Uh, you know, we celebrate his birthday and his legacy on today all across uh, this country and uh, I, I say the world. Um, so I don't want to delay you. Uh, typically, you know, we will always pivot off of a message uh, for this week. But today, because it is Dr. King Day, I wanted to be intentional about us uh, speaking to Dr. King, if you will. So indulge me today as we kind of deviate a little bit from my normal schedule. But I pray that it is a word that is timely for us all. All right, let's start with the praise break moment. As always, you know, I'd like to start off with some worship. And uh, uh, everything is MLK today. So everything is an MLK reflection today. Um, praise break moment. If I Zola Ware Curry had her way, Dr. King's mission would have ended 10 years earlier at a Harlem Books signing in 1958. Curry approached Dr. King for this book signing, signing and plunged a seven-inch letter opener into his chest, nearly puncturing his aorta. Surgery was needed to remove it, uh, had, and the doctor said, had King, Dr. King, so much has sneezed, said the wound was so close to his heart that it would have been fatal. Um, Curry was a 42-year-old Black woman who was having paranoid delusions about the NAACP that soon kind of came to a head around Dr. King. Um, she was committed to an institute and, and uh, sadly died in 2015. But the the act that she created, I think, or the act that she intended uh, in uh, his demise uh, brings us to a, a, a thought as our praise break moment. Um, doctor said, had he sneezed, um, it would have been fatal. In other words, one he was one incorrect move away from being killed, but God kept him still. What kind of shout can we find in that for ourselves? Well, 
Our shout is that uh, you and I have been damaged many times, maybe not physically stabbed, but spiritually injured, close to the heart. And one wrong move to give in to the enemy would have meant disaster. But God kept us still. We didn't react or lose our breath. We didn't inhale the devil's dust and do so much as sneeze at our condition. We were still and we knew that he was God. I can speak that testimony for myself. I wanted to move, but God kept me still. Uh, he fought our battles and I'm a living witness that he will always fight yours. That's a shout. Just be still and know that he is God. Can someone bless the Lord for that praise break moment that he kept you still? It was close to your heart. It was a situation that could have damaged you. It was a situation that almost took you over the edge, but he kept you still. Somebody should bless the Lord and tell the enemy to his face, nice try, you missed again. Whew. Nice try, you missed again. And how many times has God kept the enemy missing and we haven't done so much as sneeze? He kept us still and we are still here. Pray that's a praise break moment. We may not have been stabbed with a seven inch letter opener, but I've had some, some stabs, sometimes stabs in the back by loved ones, sometimes stabbed by careers, sometimes stabbed by circumstances that were beyond your control. But I'm so glad that he kept me still. In the midst of that, I stayed still and knew he was God, and I'm still here. All right, so there is a text that I'd like to look at for MLK Day for you to, to mark in your, in your Bibles. And if you do this, uh, for this day. I pray that you would come, come back to it time and again, this time next year, perhaps, and revisit uh, this particular passage, because I think it speaks to Dr. King, but it definitely speaks to the one whom Dr. King stood for. And that is out of Matthew chapter 27, verses 27 through 31. Matthew chapter 27, verses 27 through 31, and you will find these words. Some of the governor's soldiers took Jesus into their headquarters and called out their entire regiment. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. They wove thorn branches into a crown and put it on his head. And they placed a reed stick in his right hand as a scepter. Then they knelt before him in mockery and taunted, Hail, King of the Jews. And they spit on him and grabbed the stick and struck him on the head with it. King James says again and again, they struck him more than once. When they were finally tired of mocking him, they took off the robe, put on his own clothes again. Then they led him away to be crucified. Uh, for the next few moments in this Dr. King celebration, indulge me, if you will, as I talk to you about this subject in mind, is this your king? Is this your king? It's the question. 
As I look around today at the state of the Black community and our country, if we are honest with our eyes, we still see a battered people and communities everywhere with high homelessness, homelessness uh, much drug addiction, um, fentanyl has become its own fight. Young people who are not prepared to work, but very prepared to rob and take, coming from often single households where many of our young men don't have fathers and our young women don't have big mamas, but they themselves are often mothers that are less than 20 years within their children's age and would rather party with them than to mother be a mother for them. Careers still without proper equality for women and for minorities at even at executive levels. Our young poets and rappers are still dying in the streets or facing jail because the music could not pull them out of the places that they came from. And I like to say, yes, we have many successful cases from our young to our work careers. And for many of us, uh, our social and economic status is much better than Dr. King's time. But my question to you today is, are we really there yet? At the promised land or the true North that Dr. King dreamed of? I reflect on this particular scene from the movie Black Panther and would like to parallel it today to Dr. King's dream and legacy and ask the same question that Michael B. Jordan's character Killmonger uh, asked as he appearingly beat T'Challa, the Black Panther, as he stood over his battered body and asked, is this your king? It's a question that we must ask and resonates this day from Wakanda to what kind of people we are. Are we powering forward with his dream still? And not just Dr. King, but are we even powering forward uh, the power of Jesus Christ, our King, whom Dr. King represented? On August 28, 1963, in front of over 250,000 civil rights supporters, on the steps of the Washington Monument, a king shared a dream. I know you heard it and you've seen it all day, so I'm not gonna go back to it. But what I will quote is a quote from him from a different day, where he said on March 25th, 1965, in Montgomery, Alabama, he said, we must come to see that the end we seek is a society at peace with itself, a society that can live with its own conscience. Are we a society at peace with ourselves today? Or are we so much at war in our community and with one another that we make a mockery of the one who shared these words? So today I'd like to look at a few of the problems and then potentially where are we headed in that problem? As I ask this question, is this your king? Is this the king that we, that we, that we honor today? Is this our king? It, it, does it look like what he stood for today? Does it look like how he marched and pleaded with uh, uh, the, 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 the country that we live in for a future? Is this our king? 
There's a problem here. The first problem is we have majored in stuff and didn't so much as minor in substance. You see, when we major in stuff, it's now about name brands and competition. Who can get it better? Do we live in a place, in a culture where we're going for ours and I'm going for mine and I'm going to get mine and I'm not concerned about yours or you? Or is it a place now where we're about not even substance? Substance was what we used to have was the characteristics our ancestors taught us in dignity, hard work, integrity, self-respect. It was the, the rule of his dream. Everything about what he dreamed, it was the rule. It was how I came up. Do we see that happening on today? Is it, or is it a problem? We major in more stuff than we do substance. It's all about stuff now. When they talk about the crabs in the barrel, we, we, we can see and push, we should, we, should, we should be pushing each other out. Instead, as one crawls out, we grab the foot and bring them back in. Is this our king? Second problem is, and this is the main problem, I believe, and that is Christ is not the center, but the sometimes. Yeah, 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 I said it. Christ is not the center, but the sometimes. You remember when Christ was the center of everything? It was the center of decisions. You remember when politicians cared more about what the church had to say than what other people had to say? Remember when Christ was at the center? Remember when he was at the center of your school? Remember if he was at the center of, of when even when even companies revered God. Remember when he was at the center? Remember when we had a, 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 a currency that said, in God we trust? And for many of us, we really did. Remember when he was at the center? When Christ is not the center, he's the sometimes. Sometimes when it's convenient for us, we tend to look to him. When everything's going good, we, we forget about him. And when we're doing the things that we want to do, we forget about him. But is he the center anymore. We need to defend him or represent him, which makes demons so comfortable. Makes demons so comfortable that even a rapper named Little Nas X can make fun of our churches and our ordinances of communion and we be unbothered by it. Not even concerned. Not even a big deal. A mockery. A mockery. Is this a king? Let's look at the text. The same thing is happening in the Bible. And it's a mockery to celebrate a day that we created to not live out the one who it represents, Jesus or Dr. King. So look at the text. These soldiers mocked Jesus, looked at him as though he was weak because he had been prepared to die and not fight them. They thought he was less of a king because he looked like he had lost. So they do this. And I declare that the devil is not reinventing anything new. It is still being done to God's children today. When he thinks something is powerless, 
He makes a mockery of it. So what did they do? First, they stripped him of his own identity and put their clothes on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first thing when the devil is making a mockery of what is God's, he's going to strip it of their own identity and they're going to put his label on you. How many of you have been labeled by somebody who didn't know you, didn't know nothing about you, never met you, but all of a sudden they placed a label on you about who you were. And it wasn't for your sake that they did that. They did that because they wanted to make a mockery of you. And oftentimes it's a mockery of us because of who we serve. Yeah, the devil knows you. He knows your address. He knows where you live and he knows how to get to you. And sometimes he'll send it through uh, your career and where you work. Sometimes he'll send it through your family. But he knows how to put his own labels on you. Sometimes he'll send it through friends that you thought would be friends your entire life. Take the clothes off of who you are and they'll put their label on you. And they did that to Jesus. Next thing they did is they put their own evil crown on him because they thought it would damage his real crown. Yeah, they put their own evil crown on our savior, thinking that, is this your king? It's a mockery. The same mockery that he was, that, that, that Killmonger was making toward King T'Challa because it looked like he had lost. He'd been beaten. He'd been battered. He's being stood over. And now, the question is, is this the one? Is this the one that y'all making a fuss over? Is this the one that y'all are following? Is this the one that you declare as king? And I declare that even with whether we're talking about Christ or we're talking about Dr. King, we're still asking and we should still be asking ourselves, is this the one? Is this the one who stood out Long hours. This is the one that was jailed and 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 that was beaten and and that marched and marched so that somebody else and and we might be free. They put their evil crown on him, thinking it would damage his real crown. Yeah, yeah. The devil will always try to put his crown on you, just to think that he would damage the real crown, the crown that the Lord put on you as his children and his heirs to the throne. Third thing they did in this text, they knelt, but didn't mean it. Meaning that they knelt, but they made fun. Yeah, yeah, the devil oftentimes makes fun of believers. Matter of fact, all the time, he enjoys it, making fun of us. Well, I, I want to shock myself so bad because we all know the end of the story, right? That that God gets the last laugh, but while we're in it, while we're in it, we have to put up the fight. They knelt, but didn't mean it. They made fun of him in this text. And then the last thing that happens in the text is they got physical, spit on him and hit him because they thought he was powerless. The last thing the devil would do when he thinks he's done with you or that he can't get to you in any way, is he will resort to get physical. Oh yeah, yeah. The devil will beat us physically. He will beat us in our brains. He will beat us in our bodies with what we do to it. He will beat us 
physically until we are not able to be recognized. And if we are not being serious about the demons that run this world, or that are running rampant in this world, then we don't understand the power of God to defeat them. Yeah, the shout is that you've got power. You've got the power to trample serpents and scorpions that if you say in the name of Jesus, you and the demon hears you say it, that demon must flee. Because contrary to the enemy's popular opinion, God's name still carries weight, still holds power, still able to drive the devil backwards, still able to, to move mountains, still able to get you into places and to able to grant you healing and power in means and realms that are not understood by anybody in this world. So when we ask the question, is this your king? Looking at the scripture and the mockery they made of Christ, looking at today's age and the legacy of Dr. King. I stand here under the legacy of my redeemer and his servant, Dr. King, to remind someone that's being taunted in our communities, our children's, uh, our, our careers, our churches, our economy, our legacy, that our king is not dead, or is he ever going to die? Yeah, 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 because the truth of the matter that if we look at the text, we must come to the understanding as a believer that Sunday is coming. Yeah, 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 Sunday is coming for Jesus in this text, and I still want to remind somebody that just as Sunday is coming for Jesus in this text, Sunday is coming for the dreamer that dreamed. They are not powerless even in the grave. Their words and their voice and his dream is still being seen and heard today as long as we do it as long as we live it, as long as we teach it, as long as we continue to tell it again and again, as long as we fight this battle against the spiritual wickedness in dark places on our knees, as long as we do. When someone asked us, is this your king? We know that our king is not dead and we can say, yes, it is. Because we know that wasn't the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't the end. Even though he said it at that moment, the movie wasn't over. Even though uh, T'Challa went over the side of the cliff, the movie was not over. And just because Jesus died at Calvary after they mocked him, somebody knows for themselves that the movie was not over. I want to tell somebody that Sunday is coming and someday is still coming. As I come to a close with this, is this your king? Uh, I want to share this story as I come to an end. I've shared it before, often a preacher's tale, but I feel it closes this very nicely for us today. Two men are staring in front of a painting in an art gallery. In the painting, a man is playing chess against the devil. The devil is grinning ear to ear because he has the man cornered, and that's what the image of the painting looks like. And the painting is entitled Checkmate which indicates that the game is over. 
that the devil has won. His opponent has failed. He has no more moves left. The first man is looking at the painting, wanting to move on to the next one. But the second man, who happens to be an international chess champion, looks at the painting a little longer. And he stares at it intently, looking at all the pieces that are on the chess, on the chessboard. And as he looks at it, he waits for his friend to come back over. Come here for a second. He says, I, I want you to see this. As he steps back, flabbergasted, and he said, this is all wrong, he exclaims. As I look at this painting, I see that there is one more move left. Yeah, yeah, he runs to his friend and he says, look, it's not checkmate because the king has one more move. He looks at it and says, it's not the end because the king has one more move. It's not checkmate because the king on the board has one more move. In other words, the one that the that the that it looks like the devil had won, but the opponent he was playing still has another move from his king. And all I want to tell you is that our king still has one more move. Our Dr. King still has one more move through you. And is this our king? Yes, he is. And yes, they are. The time is always right to do what's right. And all I want to tell somebody is that our king still can do it. He still can deliver. He still can move mountains. He still can make ways. He still can give promises. He still can do abundantly and exceedingly more than we could ever ask or think. And all I can tell somebody when you're asked the question and the enemy is standing over you, is this your king? You can say, yes, it is, because I know my king has one more move. I pray that was for somebody today. I pray that you're encouraged and you're reminded that Dr. King lives in us. The king of kings lives in us. The world seems to make a mockery of the church and it's not going away. Matter of fact, Revelations declares it will get worse. But those of us who stand for him, those of us who continue to live for him, we know the end of the story. We know what happens in the end. We know what's in the future. And although Dr. King said he wouldn't get to the promised land with us, Oh, there is still a promise for him, and we'll see him there if we're faithful and if we hold to what God has called us to do. That's all I've got. Let me see uh, what we got in the chat. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, yes. Looking at the chat, looking at the chat. Well, God bless y'all. I see you. I see y'all. God bless y'all. You know, God is not done. He's not done with any of us and he's not done with you. And so we continue to live out the legacy of Dr. King and we keep dreaming. Dream on. Let's work on. Let's continue to fight the battles in our communities and everywhere where there is injustice. And let's keep pushing. And yeah, we have advanced. I don't want you to get nothing out that I said that we are we're not, we're nowhere near where we were in his day. But if this is our king, we still have a ways to go. Let's not give up the fight. God bless y'all tonight, and we'll see you again this week.
bless you.